Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. of your Rowland Eagles varsity football team being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. For all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, siding, gutters, or water damage, come in contact with Butch Wesson at 214-200-55. football schedule here on the pregame show. It's week number one. Welcome back to another season of exciting Rowland Eagles varsity football. Some exciting things going on here as the pregame show, like we said, was being brought to you by Butch Wesson and Wesson General Contractors. Again, especially with all the things that are going on around here, uh, weather-wise and things of that sort, you need to get a guy that is honest. You need to get a guy that knows the stuff. You need a guy that's been in business. You need a guy that can help you. That would be Butch Wesson of Wesson Journal Contractors. Give him a call at 214-200-5588 so he can give you a hand. like to thank him for his sponsorship of the pregame show that will be brought to you each and every week right before the game that is happening this week. Later on in the show, I'm going to be bringing in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna as he's going to talk a little bit about what he sees for week number one. Now week number one uh, for this season is the same as it's been for the last few years folks and what I'm talking about is the last time that the Rowlett Eagles did not have the Louisville Fighting Farmers in the first se- first game of the season was a long time ago. And I'm talking about back into the season of 2013, where their first game was North Mesquite, which is where the Couch Potato Sports Show got started with the Rowlett Eagles. And at that time, it was a test. We only did four games five games that season uh, as we were getting the, you know, kind of like, it was kind of like our audition of being able to bring Rowlett Eagles varsity football and getting the approval from Garland ISD on what we were doing, how we were doing it, and that's when the Eagle and and I stepped in at North Mesquite was our first game and I remember it like it was yesterday It was August 30th and we were up at North Mesquite and we actually had to climb stairs to get to our perch in order to see this game and call it the way we would now our first game we were getting our cadence working because Bill Cerna and I we didn't need a lot as we were on the same page as we also uh, were doing at the time indoor football for the Texas Revolution slash, and I mean slash, uh, Allen Wranglers. Um, And so we kind of had a back and forth anyway, um, as we didn't work together 
on those broadcasts, but he was right there by my side giving me what I needed as far as news, notes, and uh, stats for the game. So the Eagle Eye and I getting together to do these games was only a natural fit. And so that having been said, I just want to get it out there right away. Bill Cerna is my best friend. I, now, I might not be his, but this man is a guy that we've got the same passion about football that's unbelievable. First of all, our first passion is not outdoor football. It's indoor football. As we were big fans, as we both lived over in Arizona for a long, long, long time of the Arizona Rattlers, of at that time the Arena Football League, now they're in the IFL, and now Lord knows where they are. But that having been said, that's where the love of this game comes from. And it kind of came opposite to develop the game and seeing how the game is playing on the indoor level. It helped us be able to see what we were seeing on the outdoor level right here with Rowlett Eagle Sport. And I want to thank him as if it wasn't for him, the broadcast would be okay. With him, the broadcast just gets that much better because of his insight of the times that he played. He played quarterback when he was in high school, so uh, so he has a unique perspective on what's going on on the high school level as well as indoor level, and it helps us with our broadcast. So I wanted to get that out there and give him an amazing shout-out for the help that he gives me with our broadcast here on the Couch Potatoes Sports Show. So, and the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team. Now, all that having been said, it brings us to today's day. Uh, but 2013, 2014, 15, 16, four years of calling Raleigh Eagles varsity football. This is our fifth season. And we start out this fifth season with a fourth game against the Louisville Fighting Farmers. Now, and I could take you back into the history of this as the Rowlett Eagles um, for the last uh, four years have been facing this Louisville Fighting Farmers football team. And guess what? They, all they have done is won all the games. So keeping that in mind, this is a good game for them to start off with. As last year, this Louisville Fighting Farmers football team was just that, a Fighting Farmers team. Because I'm going to tell you right now, they were in this game the whole time. Now, this was week number one with Preston Weeks taking over at the quarterback position. That was something that was new. And if you remember correctly, they paid, played to a 10-10 tie in the first quarter. And at halftime, the Raleigh Eagles went up 13-10. Now, in the third quarter, the Fighting Farmers got back into this game with a touchdown about midway through the quarter. But the fourth quarter, the Raleigh Eagles got into the end zone and made it something that was awesome as the victory came that way. Um, and you got to understand with what was going on. Preston Weeks, new quarterback, getting a feel of what was going on. And obviously the guy that was there that was making the plays and giving the Rowlett Eagles a chance to win that football game 
was Ladarius Dickens. And that is a situation that the Raleigh Eagles have to deal with this season, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Not having a guy that has that explosive type of moves out on the football field and being a guy that the Rowlett Eagles can depend on, whether it is on the offensive side of the ball or the special teams portion of what he brought back with kickoff returns and things of that sort. So the Rowlett Eagles start off this season without Ladarius Dickens. Last year it was without Logan Bonner. Now this year, on the offensive side, it's without Ladarius Dickens. And those are big holes and big shoes to fill for the Rowlett Eagles as they move forward into this season. But just like every team in high school football or any football for that matters, there are always losses, whether it be injuries, guys moving on, or whatever the case may be. So the Rowlett Eagles had to do that as well in this game. And so when you look at this game, there were only four touchdowns scored in this game. Two for Rowlett, two for Louisville. But the difference in this game was two field goals compared to one for Louisville. So this game was right there and was close. And I will tell you, when I was looking at this game and I got, went back and I listened to this game as we called it right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, we saw a lot of things that happened in this game as far as who won and why. And mainly was because both sides, their defense was actually there and showed up. But also, don't forget, so did Louisville. So when you look at the whole thing in the scheme, it is a great, great game for them to start out with. Um, this rivalry now, you know, each and every year, first game of the season. Uh, even the Louisville Fighting Farmers, they actually have good traveling fans. So they'll be down in the stands of this game. This one's going to be exciting. Now, if you go back and take a look at the history of this game and where the Rowlett Eagles are all about, you, you can go back and as we get squared away and look at this season, looking at the 2014 season, the Rowlett Eagles uh, had the victory with Logan Bonner at the quarterback position, 24-21. to That game was at Louisville, and if you remember correctly, that was a game where Logan Bonner got hurt um, towards the beginning of that season, and it happened in the first half of this game as the Eagles got that victory, 24-21. to It started off with a 14-14 tie in the first quarter, and after that, that's when we didn't see Logan Bonner for the rest of the game. Only four touchdowns scored in this game, two from Rowlett, two from Louisville, but the Rowlett Eagles got the one more field goal than the Louisville Fighting Farmers, and that was the difference in this game. And we saw later on in the year uh, a team that had to fight and fight and fight with the injury to a Logan Bonner. So uh, that was a year where you saw uh, you know, adversity in your face, and the Raleigh Eagles were able to handle the adversity to one of their bigger, you know, well, not one of their bigger, but their bigger star out on the football field. So that having been said, when you saw what was going on out on the football field, the excitement of that game was huge. So looking at that game, 
back in 2013 it's just the way that or 2014 that's the way that that whole season kind of started out with the promise of Logan Bonner what he was going to bring to the table was a big time question mark out on the football field then on to 2015 where the Rowlett Eagles got a really good victory against the Louisville Fighting Farmers live right there at HBJ Stadium. Uh, that's where Logan Bonner, the, the whole game itself was one of those exciting games. It was the first game of the season, obviously, and how that whole thing worked out. We saw Logan Bonner come out screaming right at the beginning, uh, and the Eagles got a big-time lead in that game um, and kept the Fighting Farmers to 20 points in that game um, and the defense was strong the defense was one of those that was uh, huge then in 2016 the Rowlett Eagles they started a new quarterback they did have Ladarius Dickens but the new quarterback was there and the new quarterback kind of struggled a little bit at the beginning of the game that was yet another football game where the the score really kind of set the tone four touchdowns in this football game as far as that game was concerned and you got to go back and you take a look at that game and then you shoot it back to the first time that those two teams met back in 2014 where the Rowlett Eagles were on the road taking on Louisville the score itself and how it was played out was almost exact on how it worked out Two touchdowns in the first, two touchdowns in the second. And the difference in that game was only one field goal. So when you look at the these teams, they'll be fighting out. Now, if pattern goes the way it is, Logan Bonner being hurt in that first game, then the second time coming back, they came back strong and got the big victory. That's with Logan Bonner. So with Preston Weeks struggling uh, in that first game, maybe the you know the pattern will work. Maybe he'll come out and he'll come out and make some big plays out on the football field on the offensive side of the ball. So when you look at where the Louisville Fighting Fighting Farmers come to this game, the Rowlett Eagles are going to be ready. And, and I will tell you one thing about as far as what the Rowlett Eagles can and they always seem to do. This is a football team that seems to be able to figure out their mistakes and be able to correct them during the game. Not at halftime. And that is a big difference on some of the teams. You hear about them, they go into halftime and they make adjustments. Well, the Rowlett Eagles are a very good football team. They seem to make adjustments while the game is going on, more so than sitting down at halftime and making those adjustments. And those in-game adjustments are the most important ones, and that's the reason why we take a look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they stand and what they do uh, with, you know, looking at the season and feeling very confident about what can end up happening. So that having been said, you're looking at this football game. This one's going to be a good one. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show that is being brought to you again by Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. Again, for all your general contracting needs, whether it is gutters, sidings, roofings, water damage, whatever the case may be, make sure you come in contact with Butch Wesson at 214-255-88, and he'll help you out and get that all squared away. So we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your rally. Eagles Radio Network will be right back. Why you, why you stressing me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. 
Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. Welcome back into the 
Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your round lead Eagles taking on the Louisville Fighting Farmers here on the pregame show that's being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. Again, for all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, siding, gutters, whatever the case may be, water damage, come in contact with Butch Wesson at 214 200 5588 and he can get you all squared away. That having been said, last year the Round Led Eagles a very successful season, 9 and 1 in the regular season, 9 and 2 overall. Their only loss coming to the Saxe Mustangs as they lost the game big time to that team, 33 to 7. Uh but take away from that, the next loss was in the first round of the playoffs as they were uh at Capel High School uh, in the first round of the playoffs. They did lose that game 27-20. to You heard all the coverage of the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show week in, week out. We are the only place you will hear every single game for your Raleigh Eagles week in, week out. The Garland ISD has a radio station. But you're not guaranteed to hear the Rowlett Eagles week in and week out over there. The only place that you'll get it is right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'd like to thank the Garland ISD for giving us that opportunity to bring those games to you out here within the community. And it's been something that has been huge for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It happened back in uh, about five, six years ago when I asked to start to do the play-by-play -play for the Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team. And then it spurred it out into football as we were calling indoor football for the then Allen Wranglers and Texas Revolution. It just only seemed a natural fit. And then, of course, bringing on the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna to help me do the play-by-play -play of these games. And uh, last year, again, 9-1 and one in the regular season, 9-2 and two overall. Something that is, was a question on whether or not they would be able to uh, go ahead and do the same thing that they've been doing for the past few seasons, which is have a good season. With the loss of Logan Bonner heading on over to Arkansas State, which, by the way, hopefully he gets some time in this Saturday's game. If you believe everything that is being read, Logan Bonner is going to be in for some plays in that game. So be ready for that if you get the opportunity to check it out. Um, but uh, And this year, a little bit different. Again, no Ladarius Dickens on the offensive side of the ball. So now what we got to do is take a look at this football team and where they are at as the Rowland Eagles get set to take on the Louisville Fighting Farmers. Of course, they got their quarterback, and that is going to be the big thing. How did it go in the offseason? What did he do in training to get better? As the Rowlett Eagles had concerns about the question at the quarterback position, but I think Preston Weeks answered to it. Whether it be him doing it uh, by his play out on the football field or whether it be in the fact that this is a team game and the defense doing their job along with special teams. You know, it's one of those things in high school football you get the opportunity to see when one part of the game is not as good as it was before. 
You see it getting better. You see guys stepping up where they have to step up. And if one guy is having a downtime during the game, the other time the other team seems to be able to step it up. And that's what we got with the Rowlett Eagles. I don't think there was anything dominating on any factor of the season last year. So let's take a look at what the Rowlett Eagles did last year as they did have the Fighting Farmers in week number one. They got the three-point victory. We talked about that in the first segment of the pregame show. Uh, second game was over at the Cotton Bowl. Guess what? The second game? Going to be at the Cotton Bowl this season. The Rowlett Eagles got a little revenge against the Rockwall Yellow Jackets as they got a really good victory, 34-32, to um, as the Eagles had lost to the three prior games against Rockwall, whether it be when they were in the division or outside of the division or whatever the case may be uh, as far as district is concerned. So a good kind of like, if you want to call it revenge game for the Rowlett Eagles, a game to get back at them as they had lost so many in the previous years. This was a good game, and especially on the big, big field of the Cotton Bowl. So uh, again, the Rowlett Eagles are going to be at the Cotton Bowl again this year. Now, the next game that's up for them after that is Plano. The Rowlett Eagles are going to be out on the road. They will be taking on Plano at Plano. So make sure you watch out for that one. The Rowlett Eagles got a big victory there, 34-7. to Then it was on the road to take on Fossil Ridge of Keller. And the Rowlett Eagles got a, a solid victory against a good Fossil Ridge football team, 28-23. And I think when you look at where the Rowlett Eagles were at that time, trying to get an out-of-district schedule to be successful was what the Rowlett Eagles needed, without question. And they did that with that victory over Fossil Ridge before they went back into district. The Eagles went undefeated outside of district against a very, very solid outside district schedule. Say whatever you want about that whole thing. Louisville, Rockwall, Plano, and Fossil Ridge were quality football teams last year. We didn't, and Louisville ended up being really good. So a good victory to start off the season for the Rowlett Eagles was huge going into that game. So now, this year, as the Rowlett Eagles get set and ready to take on the new schedule that's up on them, the first four games, the same exact first four games as last year. This year, a little bit different when you go into the regular season. As the Rowlett Eagles took on, mark that, it's actually just about the same as you look at it. This year, they have North Garland, as well as Damon Forrest, then South Garland and Saxe. Um, guess what? That's exactly what the schedule was last year, and it looks like it's the same exact schedule as last year, this year, before they obviously get into the playoffs. So the Rowlett Eagles started off the the season in district with a big 42 to 6 win over North Garland followed by the name and forest rangers a 28 to 7 victory in that game and that one was at home then over at Williams the Rowlett Eagles got a victory against South Garland 49 to 20 
and then back at HBJ Stadium. That was a game that they lost, 33-7 against the Saxe Mustangs. Then at, also back at HBJ Stadium, they were the visiting team at that time. Uh, a victory for them in overtime, a 63-62 victory. And that was a huge game, by the way, uh, as it went into overtime because it was about seeding within the playoffs. So that was a big-time victory for the Rowlett Eagles in that game. And then they finished off the season at Williams Stadium with a victory over the Garland Owls, 48-6. Now, they went into the playoffs. They took on a Capel football team, and they got beat 27-20. It was a game right up into the middle of the fourth quarter. So your Eagles hung tough in that one but were just unable to get over the hump in order to get the victory to move on into the second round of the playoffs. So will this year be any different? We're just going to find out. We're going to play out the first 10 games of the season, the regular season of your Rowlett Eagles. Again, now, once you're outside a district, again, it's not necessarily about those games. Obviously, when you are talking about positioning for the playoffs, it is about what they do in district. But these games outside of district will tell you fundamentally how your team can play outside of this actual district because teams in this district are not as strong as you would be if you go over to Allen, if you go over to Plano and all those teams over that area. Very, very strong football teams. So their ability to show up in outside of district games are so huge. But at the same time, they can learn a lot about those games if they take losses and things of that sort, getting set for district and getting their schedule and their record set up for playoffs so they can go into it with a very, very strong presence out on the football field. And that's what it'll be about. We'll watch these first four games and we will pick them apart and try to make sure that your Rowlett Eagles are there and ready to go and able to play very, very hard in order to make sure that they can make a difference out on the football field and give them a better spot out on the football field to be as good as they are or what they can be more so to say. So, that having been said, we're going to take a quick break. We just looked at what happened last year. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about the 2017-2018 Rowlett Eagles. Let's see where they're where they lost guys and where they are and see what guys are going to step up in the place of losses of some vital positions out on the football field. We'll do that. We'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Louisville Fighting Farmers. It is being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. Make sure you come and contract with them for all your general contracting needs at 214-200-5588. We'll be right back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back.
At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5 Star HVAC Contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5 Star HVAC Contractors serving Rowlett 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5 Star HVAC Contractors. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Bonanza. Reap a Bonanza with a free home, auto, or business insurance quote from Costlow Insurance. Bundle your home and auto insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance at the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road. Or visit us on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. 
With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Hunter Tree Service and Stump Grinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer landscaping services, planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree help. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let them know you heard it on the Rowlett Eagles Radio Broadcast. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the Free Game Show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are at home taking on the Louisville Fighting Farmers. I got online the Eagle Eye Bill Sir. How you doing, Bill? I'm good, Sonny. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Okay, let's first of all let's talk. You know, how's your gas situation? Are you low in your gas tank? I, I mean, I filled up the night before last so i'm all set and ready to go so how how's your gas situation are you going to be able to make it to the stadium oh i ain't gonna i ain't gonna miss it if i had to take the city bus I'll, i'll be there but you know what i actually my residence is uh across town from Rowlett. i'm actually on the other side of town so i live about a mile from a bucky's uh and i don't know if you know what a bucky's is but bucky's is like um uh it's like a qt on steroids it has a whole over a hundred uh uh, gas pumps. Well, uh, they haven't had any problems there. I I got gas this morning and and there was no problems there. So you did good. I I went and there, it's around the corner. There's hardly any gas in Rowlett. Um, over in Richardson, there's a, a place where I grabbed it uh, before everybody started to panic. So I'm glad they're able to get there on time and everything else. So all set and ready to rock and roll at home. This is this is the second time we get Louisville, Louisville at home. That's an important thing. Obviously, last time we had them at home, we had a very much. 
uh, big success against this football team, but not knowing a lot. I mean, it's the first game of the season, and last year, if we remember correctly, we, we got the victory, uh, but not by much, but this Louisville fo- Fighting Farmers football team, they went on and had a fairly good season. Yeah, they didn't do bad. Uh, you know, they play in a tough division, and uh, so they actually did pretty good in their non-conference. Once they got the um, uh, district play, they they struggled. But, I mean, when you're going up against teams like a Trinity and a South Lake Carroll, I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be tough to to uh, get wins. But this Louisville Farmers team had a had a strong team last year. Uh, you know, like with Terrell Shavers. Shivers as their uh, receiver, he was kind of their go-to guy for everything. Matter of fact, he even uh, threw for a few touchdowns. So he was a uh, he was a major force uh, on their offense. Uh, so they, uh, you know, the, that first game last year, we, we beat them twenty to seventeen. It wasn't an easy game. You know, that was Preston Weeks' first game on varsity, uh, first game of the season, and uh, and uh, you know we we squeaked by a talented team. Yeah, and, and so and they're they're set they're taking on Rowlett right here at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Then next week they get Lake Highlands uh, out of uh, District Boyd with uh, out of McKinney and Trinity uh, out of Euless. But then they go into their uh, they go into their district with Marcus, Lake Carroll, uh, uh, Byron Nelson, Bell, Hebron, and Flower Mound. So um, they're a little bit different as far as who they they face each and every week. Uh, they might have a pretty good schedule for them within district as well. Even though it's a tougher district, um, at least they're not facing the Allen, a- the, the Allen Eagles and some of the other big, big teams uh, within their area. Oh, absolutely. And two years ago, they were in the same district with <laughs> Allen and Denton Geyer. And, uh, they really, mm-hmm. really struggled, but I think anybody would. Um, so yeah, they they they've gotten a little bit uh, better in in the district they're in, but I mean even Flower Mound Marcus, uh, you know they're expecting a uh, a strong season from them too this year, so they're still going to have their challenges with some of those teams. Definitely. So Rowlett Eagles, they start off with Louisville, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as they get going uh, for the Rowlett Eagles. Then the Rockwell game, always that important game, one of my favorites of the year, Plano and Fossil Ridge on the outside. This might be out of all uh, four of those games, this might be the weakest game. Obviously, that's obviously good for the Rowlett Eagles. You know, trying to get their legs out from underneath them and get the rust off of their, you know, off the bodies over there. But, I mean, those four games, those are tough. This is the, this, I guess if you want to say it, is the easiest one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, at the, the other three teams you mentioned, they're all ranked in the top 20 in the area ranking. So, um, you know, uh, they've got a. We talked about it in the pregame uh, show last week. You know, I think well, it's got a tough uh, non-district uh, schedule, which uh, is always going to be uh, beneficial. You know, you you want to have some of those tough games uh, because it makes you stronger as the season goes. Definitely, and they've got some guys that are on this football team that we're going to have to be looking at um, as far as, you know, last year they lost a couple. Like you said, Shavers is a guy that, you know, got down the field, burnt the uh, the the secondary of the Raleigh Eagles a couple of times in that game, even got a touchdown. So uh, that having been said with them where they're at, 
Um, that should be a really interesting situation on how this team makes up for it. But let's look at the Raleigh Eagles. They got to make up for some losses on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, whether it's, you know, I think Lang is going to definitely step in and be a guy that they can really depend upon, like a Kobe Morrow. Um, obviously, they don't have the same body. They run the ball differently. When you can depend upon a running back to do what Kobe Morrow did, which is get the ball take care of time on the clock. I think that's a very important thing for Rowlett. Uh, as you remember, they used that clock to their advantage last year. Well, and, you know, with Monet Lang, you, you talk about a different style of runner than, than uh, Kobe Morrow was. He, uh, you know, uh, Lang looks more for those holes. He, he's a little bit smaller in size, so he, he fits me with holes a little quicker. You know, the, um, we had talked about it earlier how big our offensive line was and you know, one of the bigger uh, groups around. So, you know, at, uh, he's going to be able to find those holes where Kobe Morrow was more of, you know, he would find a hole, but he'd also try to find somebody to hit. So a uh, different style of runner. But what, when it talks about a running game, one thing we don't want to forget about is, is the legs of Preston Weeks. You know, last year he averaged <laughs> over 10 yards a carry. So, uh, you know, at, uh, with the strength of his arm and then being able to um, get out and, and, uh, and uh, get positive yardage, uh, it's going to be huge for our, our run game. Yes, and, and looking at some of the other guys that they're looking at as far as out now, you talked about it in uh, the pre-season uh, uh opening when you got Preston Weeks he's got to throw the ball to somebody and you know out there on the island as I put it out there you know the first one you talked about a young man that was uh gonna have to step up big as far as in the passing game talk a little bit about the wide receivers for this Rowlett Eagles because Dakota Gilly I think is gonna I think he's gonna be the surprise uh, like you mentioned uh, in the preseason game. Well, and, and he's going to be the go-to guy. I think uh, him and Preston Weeks, they've spent the last couple seasons together. Uh, you know, Gilly got a lot more playing time towards the second half of the season last year. And, uh, you know, it took a, some of the load off of uh, uh, Ladarius Dickens. So uh, I think Gilly is going to be your, uh, your, your prime main guy this year on the receiving course. Uh, other than that, we're going to be having some new faces this year on the receiving side of it. You, you know, we talk about this offensive uh, this offense, well, we lost um, eight starters from last year. Uh, yeah. The advantage we have is that we got two starters back on the offensive line uh, and Preston Weeks, but uh, we replaced all our starters on the receivers. Uh, but as I mentioned, Gilly got a lot more time as the season went. Jump to Preston Weeks really quick. I know you did some research on this young guy on uh, the seven and sevens. What was your impressions from what you were reading about uh, his improvement in the offseason? You know, I think this this last season that he had under his belt, uh, uh, his junior year, and getting comfortable and, and playing against uh, some good quality uh, teams, especially uh, early in the season, I think it really helped him. He is a lot more comfortable out there. And like I said, when it comes to Dakota Gilly, uh, I think there's just that connection there. I think uh, last year we saw him. He, he threw high a lot. You know, he he uh, yeah. um, uh, definitely uh, got was high on a lot of it, and and I, a lot of it just had to do with. Uh, uh, his strength and and uh, of his arm compared to um, uh, what these receivers are used to. Um, so he, he just um, uh, I, I, he seemed just more poised, more mature, and I think uh, you're definitely going to see that this year. As 
this offense is they're gonna they're gonna uh, follow his lead because he, he's gonna lead this team now. Yeah, there's someone's got to step up and be the guy that's going to be huge. I think also another guy on the defensive side of the ball, I think Chris Abbott is going to be a guy that you can depend on. He is one of the defensive backs, uh, or mark that, uh, defensive ends and defensive tackles. He's going to be a huge guy this year, I think. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what this uh, defense can do. Very young crew, um, but very talented. But very talented, so you know I'm, I'm really curious of uh, of how well uh, they can uh, um, uh, come together quickly. As just like the offense, they only have three stars coming back from uh, from a year ago. So uh, a lot of new faces also on the, on the um, defensive side. But there was such a great talented JV team that there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of guys coming up that's going to be ready to play ball. That's that's going to uh, make an impact. Yeah, I was looking at the roster and some guys that are taking the step up into varsity uh, will be uh, t- calling some names. Uh, Brandon Maldonado is going to be a name that we'll be calling, and Devron uh, Ray, um, and he he's actually a transfer from Louisville, uh, from Louisville High School. So um, that's going to be a, a guy that you look. Those are your corners. So you got to have depth, I think, on this team because at some time, if we remember last year, big plays that were given up. This year, I think, is a year where they've got to get a hold of that that idea of not giving up the big plays at vital times, and we saw that on more than one occasion last year. Well, in relit offense for years had been a quick strike, uh, get up to the line, no huddle. Uh, You've got to have well-conditioned on the defense side because you're going to spend a, uh, some time on defense. So you've got to have people ready to go at all times to be able to shuffle in and shuffle them out. And, uh, and keep these players fresh because um, uh, most time with Rowlett uh, game plan, defense is on the field more than the offense is. Definitely. Now, taking a look at this one, I mean, I hate to have you call something out, but looking at the game and knowing what you know about Louisville, their losses, because they had quite a few losses as far as the de- definitely the defensive side of the ball. You lost Shavers, obviously, on the offensive side of the ball, but what are you looking at as far as the – uh, Louisville Fighting Farmers. Oh man, you talk about being decimated. They they lost. They have three returning starters for the team. They lost. Uh, yep. They lost you nineteen. Young, that's What's that? You want to talk a young one? That's a young team going out on the football field. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. They they lost ninety nine percent of their offense. They lost. They lost both their uh, – uh, because they actually had two quarterbacks that played last year. They lost both quarterbacks. Um, they have a, a brand-new quarterback coming in this year with no varsity experience. They have um, uh, one running back come in that just uh, carried the ball like 11 times last year and no receivers coming back. So um, definitely uh, a lot of changes on this Bluefield uh, uh, Farmers team. Yeah, we'll be looking at Alejandro Herrera. 
Um, he is going to be probably the starter on that. And see, that's the thing about trying to get information about certain teams and who's going to start. We don't get depth charts. This is not like we're getting ready to step into a college bowl, unless you're Michigan, of course. They never give out their depth chart. Or, or in the NFL, the depth chart's always there for them. Um, so we're trying to take a guess on what we think that we'll see. Um, so both young teams, the experience I definitely, obviously, is on the Rowlett Eagles side and knowing what they know from last year um, a tough game and if you go back the year before the Rowlett Eagles had their way with the Louisville Fighting Farmers that's what I'm, expe- I'm expecting and I'm expecting a big game from Preston Weeks a guy that stands and, and hey this is one thing that we didn't talk about at Preston Weeks that guy will stand in the pocket Okay, yeah, he'll run the ball, but it is not the first thing that this guy's going to do. He's going to go through his, uh, his progressions, his first, second, and third before he takes off. And he's, like you said, he's got the wheels. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, in, that, in that phase of his game, he reminds me of Logan Bonner. Logan Bonner was comfortable in the pocket, and, and he would take a hit and, and still be able to get that ball out. Uh, the advantage, though, that uh, Rowlett's going to have in this game is that the Louisville um, defensive line is very young, and you have a strong, huge offensive line from Rowlett. I really think it's going to give him time to really get settled in and and, uh, and put the ball down the field. I mean, yeah, and he's, a, he's, a, he's a huge kid. You know, he's six, he's almost six foot five. Uh, that's that's huge. Uh, you know, Logan Bonner was great at what he did, but he's, he was even only six foot one. So, uh, you know, this, this Preston Weeks kid is is uh, just a huge size. And and we saw last year he was not easy to bring down. I don't think there was a play we ever saw last year that he had negative yardage. He, and, and always, always dragging uh, uh, the the tackler at least a couple of yards as well. So uh, when you need three, he can get you four or five because of the you know dragging of a player. And and the Louisville Fighting Farmers last year they lose the last final five games, but up until that point, boy, this was a football team. They were losing players because of injury as well. Um, so um, the last time that they won a game uh, before they went into that losing streak. Uh, was when they got a 41 uh, to 14 win over Marcus last year. So um, it's been a while since they won any football games. How how do you think they going on losing streak going into the final part of the season affects the beginning? Do you think these guys were able to put that behind them and start up a fresh, or is that still something that's weighing on some of the guys? Well, most of the guys are gone on that team, so I wonder how much that will affect this team. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Was a lot of the guys mm-hmm. that went through that five game losing streak not even on the team anymore. So, uh, yeah. you know what? So, um, you know, Louisville has a strong uh, um, tradition there, and so uh, it's mentioned. You know, they they mention it, but you, you got to look at that district that they're in. They, you know, they had some tough games uh, in that district. They had uh, a tough teams. So, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. Uh, you got a very young group that's going to be uh, playing their first varsity game. Uh, and it's uh, not even in their home field, so it's, you know it's a, you're not going to have the 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 crowd in the back that you have if you were playing there in Louisville. So it's going to be a challenge for them uh, to come out in their first game. But uh, I tell you what, it, it's going to really uh, be able to show those coaches from Louisville, you know, what they have to work with for for the remainder of the year. 
agree. And there's going to be some guys that uh, that transferred over from Louisville. We've had a couple of those players uh, that started over. Well, I don't know if they actually played, but they transferred in from uh, Louisville. Uh, Brandon Smith, another guy for the Rowlett Eagles, uh, he graduates in 2020. So this one is a young, young guy. Um, so I don't know if he'll get that playing time, but he is on the starting. Well, he is on the varsity roster. So it'll be interesting to see how young the Rowlett Eagles will go uh, in this season uh, as far as experience uh, losing guys and we talking about losing guys we lost a lot on the defensive side of the ball so we're going to see some young cats step in it's going to be a good season week number one you got enough gas you're going to make it I got enough gas I'm going to make it now we just hopefully they don't cancel the game for you know not having gas. So we'll see what ends up happening. It's fine. That would be a trip. That would be funny. But uh, that you know as as far as what we're going to do, that's what we're getting set for. Set for week number one here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are set and ready to go to bring you the action on the Couch Potato Sports Show at www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagles. And don't forget, if you bring your cell phones, bring your new piece and listen to our call live, and you can do that by calling 347-215-7497. So for the Eagle Eye, Bill Serna, I'm Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. Everybody enjoy week number one. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Let the 